Hello, people. Hello, my friends. Hello, everyone. Sorry, I I'm like bumping the microphone and stuff. I kind of did some, uh, just moving some stuff around. And like, you know, I've had everything now sitting in the same place for quite a while. Not that I mean, I haven't like done a full rearrange, just, just movements and adjustments. Um, you know, like a chiropractor would do. He wouldn't move your femur bone and put it into your arm. I don't know. Either way, I'm going too far in this. Either way, uh, yeah, I've just, I've been bumping, I'm bumping the microphone cables and things like that as I'm trying to adjust to my new adjustment. Hey guys, how's your week been? I hope it's been fan-freaking-tastic. I really do. I hope it's been good for you. You know, because why hope it's been bad, right? Like, what type of jerk would do that? You know, I hope you have a crap week. Like, that's not cool. That doesn't help. That doesn't further along society, you jerk, with your jerky ways, doing jerky things. Why don't you look forward to people's happiness instead of wallowing in your misery? Sorry, a little off topic there. Hey, uh, bueno. What's up, guys? Really, I'm done with my nonsense, I think. I'm going to bring you a little closer. I hope, uh, you know, that's not messing up anyone if you're listening on headphones or something like that. just want you to hear me a little better. I feel like I was, you know, I don't know how well the recording is going to pick up that mumbling I just did. So that's really all that is. Um... Yeah, so I know all of you are looking forward to this week's episode of UFC Talk, but I'll be honest with you, it wasn't that impressive of a UFC. There is one match I do want to talk about, though. See, we're not totally getting out of it. I know. Uh, Gregor Gillespie versus, um, I believe it was Carlos Ferreira. Ferreira? Ferreria? I don't know how you say their, you know, that last name correctly. But, I mean, what else is new, right? Um... This was a good match in the sense uh, Gillespie won. Um, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not even going to look it up. This is going to throw everybody off, including me a little bit. I don't know their records. I don't know their weights. I don't remember any of that because I was not really like, I've seen Gillespie fight one time before. And he, like, he did good enough when I saw his face, I remembered him. But uh, he didn't do good enough that whatever he did, I went, oh, my goodness, and it never left my mind. So, um, yeah, either way, Gre uh, Gillespie versus Ferreira. What made this match good uh, was this guy, uh, Ferreira, if I remember. Yeah, so Ferreira was basically, seemed like he was the, he was the stronger opponent. Um, and even like in striking, I feel like if they had just stood up and striked, he was probably going to knock Gillespie out. Um, but Gillespie did something that was very impressive. You see sometimes, but not, you know, I don't know, not in such fashion, I guess. Um, Gillespie wore Ferreira out. Gillespie basically just kind of wrestled him, you know, just a lot of groundwork, a lot of hand fighting. For those who don't know what hand fighting is, so when you have your opponent down and they're trying to get up, hand fighting is like you're trying to grab their hands to pull them back down or they're trying to defend uh, shots and also keep, you know, from falling into submissions and things like that. Um, but long story short, Gillespie, dude, he was just an animal, like, like a spider monkey in the sense that, uh, Ferreira would try to, try to do something, he'd bring him down, and as Ferreira would try to get up, just like every time Ferreira seemed to get him off of him, like, a second later, he was right back on top of him, and, um, Gillespie really just broke Ferreira down, broke his will. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people, that's like, okay, well, whatever. But, like, for those who really understand uh, what a victory 
you know, like a mental victory is, a moral victory, maybe not moral victory, but a mental victory, like what a real victory is for the person who gets that for them, you know, not the, not the payout, not the one, you know, whatever on your record. But when you're competing against someone else, another human, something that, uh, you know, someone who really is better, better than you, and you, you know, and you kind of see it, and you make those mental notes, and it ain't like he didn't knock him out. He, like, literally, he fought this guy to the point that this guy just was like, dude, I can't do this. Like, he took his soul uh, for fans of David Goggins. Um, he took his soul. He fought him to the point that that guy willingly said, all right, you win. You're better than me. That's what it is. It's like admitting that someone's better than you, that you're not good enough. Admitting to yourself that you're not good enough to do it. And that's what Gillespie made Ferreira do to himself, to Gillespie, to the world. I don't know. Maybe you got to see the fight to understand it. Maybe you just, maybe I'm just crazy. But that's what I saw. I saw a guy work another guy and beat a guy, another guy mentally so long that he finally just couldn't do it. He cracked. He broke like a fragile egg. All right. That's all I got to say about that. I know. All right. So because I didn't really have much UFC talk, not that I really planned this at the time. It just happened to be that the timings worked out. Uh, I also watched a uh, boxing match, which I don't watch a lot of. Um, in fact, I can probably hand, like one hand count how many times I've really watched boxing. Um, not that I don't like it, but, uh, you know, you just don't see it that much anymore unless it's on pay-per-view. Um, and I don't really understand, quite understand boxing rules. I get some of it, uh, but boxing, I don't know. I don't want to, I'm going to like, I might upset people with this statement, but in my world, in my mind, um, boxing's not a hack, but it's kind of like, like in the progression of like, you know, in the progression of combat sports, we'll say, or, you know, entertainment, we'll say, it's like, boxing's like, it's like MMA or UFC, uh, or just, you know, like, fighting, you know, all limbs. Then there's boxing, then there's wrestling. And I mean, like, WWE wrestling. Um, I don't know, boxing, people are going to be like, dude, you know, yeah, they're going to be saying some pretty foul, foul things. But here's the thing, bro, look. I watched this Canelo, uh, Billy Saunders fight. And um, no disrespect to Billy Saunders, Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, but if, if that had happened in UFC, there's a good chance these guys would have kept fighting because they're not pussies. Um, all right, but here we go back to boxing. Uh, so I watched Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders, man. Let me tell you something about Canelo Alvarez. Uh, he's something special. Um, I do like the theatrics of boxing though. Like. I, uh, UFC ended, and I went, man, I kind of want to watch this boxing match. And, uh, I cut it on, and it's right about time Canelo's getting ready to come out. And look, guys, so Canelo Alvarez, uh, is from Mexico. Um, I don't really know where. I just know he's from Mexico. Uh, <clears throat> what was pretty interesting is when I cut it on, there's a stage set. There's, like, a background monitor, like, wrestling like you know like wwe has and uh there's like a mariachi band or you know i don't want to be disrespectful to mexicans or mexico if i'm not you know quoting the right band but it's like basically like like a salsa mariachi spanish type of band and they're singing like traditional uh you know mexican music and uh like they're singing songs and there's ladies dancing with these big uh, dresses and I mean very theatrical very showboaty you know like one step above 
wrestling. And I'm not hating on wrestling. I'm giving a little bit of crap now. I'm not hating on wrestling because for a long time I was a big wrestling fan. And, uh, you know, I, I have quite a few friends, or I'll say associates. You know, maybe we're not as close as we used to be, but there was a time I was doing professional wrestling too. So I'm not hating by any means. Uh, for all those who didn't know, I trained in professional wrestling for a little while. Different story for a different time. But yeah, so I'm not hating. I got friends who do it now uh, and mentors who did it and some do it still. Uh, so I'm definitely not hating because wrestling ain't, you know, it's a joke to some, but it's no joke to those who know. But, uh, you know, uh, either way, I'm I'm just, you know, I ain't got nothing going on for a little while. So I'm, I'm able to rant here a little bit and run off into the ether with my nonsense Okay, either way, Canelo Alvarez, he's got these dancers. They're dancing, you know, and there's these guys, and they got, I mean, like it's a mariachi band, you know, they're out there with the little guitars and the big guitars, and the guy's singing, you know, he's got his, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to stereotype, but let's, you know, he's got like a little a little black mustache. Why do they never have beards? How many times can you think, and look, I know this is a stereotypical comment, and I'm not trying to be, but how many times do you think of a Spanish man and do you think of one with a beard? Seems not that often, right? You know, they always got the black mustache. Pew! Like the banditos. Pew, pew, pew! See, that was... We're pushing racist here. That's okay, though. Look, if you ever go to south of the border in between North and South Carolina, there's a big old... Big old... Spanish man, or supposed to be. You know, actually, yeah, his name's Pedro. You look, hmm, they may be. Um... But he's got like this. Yeah, either way. So not the point. Um, I know I'm, I'm going off. But like some of this all kind of somewhat relates, I guess. Uh, mariachi band, whatever. Um, Canelo Alvarez comes out. And this is what I was going to talk about with Pedro at South of the Border. And whatever it is, I don't know what it's called. But it's like the, you know, it's like the, the it's not a coat or a jacket. It's like a blanket almost. They cut a hole out in the middle, put it over the head. And it hangs down off of them like they wear it when they're like riding horses and stuff. Um, whatever that thing's called. He comes out in one of those. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know, just a spectacle. And I'm sure, I'm sure if you saw Billy Joe Saunders or know who he is, I'm sure whatever his spectacle was was just as ridiculous, or, you know. Um, I decided to pull for Canelo. I don't really have any, really, I got no, you know, no team here, uh, but the truth is I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast this past week he had uh, Dave Chappelle up there, and they were talking about this fight. This is what made me actually decide to watch it because I was like, oh, man, this thing's on. It might be interesting. Um, Billy Joe Saunders is from, I don't know, over the pond, Liverpool, England maybe. I don't think it's Liverpool. I don't know. London. I don't know, wherever. Uh, so he's he's from he's he's a European, right? And in this day and age, I just decided, mm, I think I'm gonna go with my neighbors to the south as opposed to the ones across the pond. So I was pulling for Canelo. Um, for those who do watch boxing, um, the Gypsy King was in the house with old Billy Joe Saunders there. For those who don't know who uh, the Gypsy King is. He holds the heavyweight title in some division. That's the thing about boxing as well. Uh, that makes it difficult for me to keep up with it. There's a lot of different, uh, like, companies. You know, like, I mean, there is in, 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 you know, MMA as well. You know, there's, of course, the UFC, but there's, like, Pride. Um, there's, like, I don't know. There's another, I don't know. There's a couple different ones. And I'm drawing a blank right now, but... You know, like, there's, like, one over in, like, like Japan, and there's one, like, I don't know. There's just, yeah, there's a lot of them. It's not, you know, but UFC is the big one. Then maybe followed by Pride. Uh, you know, Pride kind of seems to be where, like, all the, all the I don't want to say retired guys. You know, older guys will go and fight in Pride. Guys who get cut from the UFC, a lot of times you find them in Pride. Um you know, and I've watched Pride a couple times. Uh, it just, you know, I don't, I don't 
keep up with it as much, really. I mean, I should, though, because I'm like, it comes on Friday nights, I believe, and I ain't doing, you know, I'm not usually doing too much on a Friday. Uh, either way, so Canelo comes out. I know, look, guys, I've been all over the place, and I appreciate you still trying to keep up with it. Um, I'm going to try and keep up with it and tell you through Canelo's fight. Um, so Canelo comes out. Um, you know, they do all the introductions and whatever else. And, uh, so the first round starts, um, boxing has three minute rounds and, um, I don't know. It's okay. So basically I'm not going to go too crazy into this, but, uh, they go in there, Billy Joe Saunders. I keep wanting to say Billy Ray Cyrus. How silly is that? But you know, it's what it is, right? I've heard that name more than Billy Joe Saunders. So Billy Joe Saunders, um, he's very cocky. He's out there. He's got his hands down, his tongue's out, making faces at Canelo. And Canelo's just stoic. No movement in his face. He's just, you know, he's got his gloves up, gloves up. You know, he's making his moves. He's making his reads. Billy Joe's trying to throw him off. And, um... You know, it was good. It was, I mean, like, you know, it was good for boxing. Here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I know I'm I'm totally sounding like a boxing hater. And I may be a little bit. It's not that I'm a hater. There's just things about it that aggravate me. Um, like, you know, anytime somebody hits you too hard or your opponent hits you too hard, and I'm, once again, I, with, with as much respect, as they deserve in that moment because obviously no one wants to get punched. But, like, they punch him, and then, and then like, if you get punched, you just hug the guy. All right, I'm not going to let you go until the ref comes over here because I need a second. And it's like, bro, like, in that moment, that you should be able to punch that guy. He grabs you and you can't hit him. Bro, get off me, you pussy. You won this fight, now take it. Right? So, like, that aggravates me. <clears throat> and, uh... I don't know. Um, either way, that's that's probably one of the first things. There's another thing that aggravates me, too. I'll get into it in a second, but I don't want to spill all the beans just yet. So it's a good fight, 12-round fight. Or, I mean, you know, it's, good, it's, started, it's, it's set for 12 rounds. Uh, eighth round comes around, and uh, they go into their corners to start the eighth. Or, and then... Um, it's either start the eighth or finish the eighth. Either way, start the eighth, I think. And uh, Billy Joe's corner throws in the towel. He's too hurt to fight. Now Canelo said he broke his cheekbone. Canelo said he felt his cheekbone break when he hit him. I certainly hope so. Because I ain't seen nothing. And it looks like Saunders is a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a dosser for those who do keep up with boxing and the Gypsy King. For those who don't know, a dosser is a out of shape, kind of like just not on top of his game, POS. Um, yeah, he just looked, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to go watch the Canelo fight if I don't like boxing enough to tell you to watch it. But I like fighting sports enough that occasionally I'll watch it, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really into boxing. Um, but it was interesting. So if you do like boxing or you're interested, the point I really actually wanted to bring up about all this is Canelo now has four championships, which is another thing that's weird to me. I mean, not weird to me. I get this more in boxing then I guess I do anything else but like UFC doesn't do this um you know like he's got four he's the champion of four different like little companies you know that'd be like being the champion in UFC in pride and something else and something else or in wrestling it would be like you know for those who can remember back this you know back then uh it would be like being a WWE champion or WWF uh, and a WCW champion, and an ECW champion. Like, that wouldn't, you know, that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, 
Or it'd be like playing on two different NBA teams at the same time. You know? Maybe. Or winning championships with two different teams. I don't know. That's a little bit off. But nonetheless, if you don't get my point, you're probably not going to get it. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all my UFC fight ranting for the week. I'm drinking, uh, I'm actually drinking coffee, believe it or not. Um, and it may not be the time for coffee, but I'm trying to drink less soda, less, you know, processed, made from something, you know, whatever lab or, you know, taste tested by millions to make sure it tastes good for you to sell it type of thing. So my idea and I'm just really just kind of starting this. And I may have to, I don't know. Like I just, um, I'm going to try and do coffee, water. Uh, I mean, probably milk, but I don't drink a lot of milk. So, you know, even when like there's no diet, I don't drink a lot of milk. It kind of comes in little waves, but you know, maybe milk. And uh, <clears throat> pro man, see, this kind of in some sense contradicts what I was just saying, but not 100%. Because it doesn't have all the other processed things in it. But I was going to say, me is water flavoring. I'll probably add to my water too. Because I'm going to be honest with you, if I got to just drink water, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I don't dislike water, but I mean, I drink a lot of other stuff. Uh, you know, I drink, I mean, like, I don't know. I got a typical American diet. It's not that crazy. You know, I don't want to make myself sound like I'm just some you know, liquid glutton, but like, you know, I have a soda, and I have a monster, and, uh, you know, it's like I'm not really watching what I'm intaking to make sure that it works, or is safe, or is good, you know, you know, I'm saying like, you got to take care of yourself, man, this, uh, what, you know, what you eat is such a determining factor. What you drink, what you let your body ingest. You know, it's the difference between feeling good and feeling like crap or being sick or not being sick or... I mean, it's a big deal, you know. It really is. And especially now, if COVID-19 didn't, you know, at some point in time, even if it was just in the very beginning, give you some sort of like, oh man, maybe I should live my life better. Well, you should. You should. You shouldn't be getting McDonald's. You shouldn't be getting Burger King. Look, I'm not fussing. You know, you got to live your life and you need to make, you know, what choice you feel is best for you. You know, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not some guru of health by any means. Um, I just, you know, I love you guys. I want you to be safe, but I also want you to enjoy your life. And if, being healthy made you absolutely like miserable and you just couldn't didn't almost like couldn't take it well then don't be don't be healthy enjoy your life you know yes you, you only get one chance to live this thing as far as we know you know so i say as far as we know for those of you who think like maybe this is some some simulation or you think maybe we're just like reincarnated or moved to some next dimension i don't know whatever your ideology is um you know as far as we know uh, this is our one chance to do this the way we do it right now. So, you know, live it the way you want to. But just know that sometimes there are easier or better paths. You, you know, I don't know. And by easier and better, I don't mean less difficult um, or, you know, less work. Sometimes the better path is harder. I mean, yeah, usually the better path's harder. Anything you want in life is hard, you know? If it ain't hard, it usually ain't worth having. I don't know. I'm ranting, ranting, just letting my mind wander. I hope you're enjoying the ride. So I got crazy lights blinking in my uh, my podcast room. You know, I've got like this LED light strip, you know, so it... Uh, it's red, green, blue, I don't know, and then like a mixture of in-between colors. But uh, it's just like 
bouncing through all these colors right now. And um, crazy. It is crazy. Um, yeah. So we, uh, <clears throat> me and my girlfriend made the decision we were going to get a little bicycle pet carrier cart deal. You know, you hook it up behind the bike. The dogs can get in and ride. Here's the situation. And I may have explained it before, but if you didn't hear before, I'm going to explain it now. Here's the situation. Um, we have two dogs. I feel like, you know, we want to give them the best life we can give them. Well, I feel like part of that is, uh, you know, there are walks, rides in the car on occasion, things like that. Here's the problem. You don't always want to take the dog on a walk. Or sometimes you get sick of walking through the same neighborhood. Or, in our situation, you got bicycles and you really enjoy riding bikes. But obviously, you know, you can't, the dogs, you know, it's, it, there are ways to make it work. But, like, you, you can't, you know, with just a standard bicycle with nothing, I guess you could hold the dog in one hand and pedal and, or, you know, and, and break and, and change gears with the other I guess that is feasible. Uh, or if you, you know, are feeling safe and comfortable enough, you could no-hand it once you got up to speed. But, uh, you know, all them thing, things seem like just a, just a bit more dangerous than necessary. So um, we decided to get this pet carrier because we want them to come with us on these bike rides because, you know, we don't... We should walk them more than we do. Not that we don't walk them, because we do. And we walk them probably, in, you know, an okay amount of times. You know, they, they get to walk at least, I would say, once a week. But, like, you know, why not more, you know? They didn't ask to be trapped in a house or whatever else. And I'm not, you know. But I'm just saying, they, they deserve to get the best life, you know. Every day, no matter how bad a mood you're in or whatever else, they come with unconditional love. You know, they deserve it. So, getting a pet carrier. Uh, and it's cool, but uh, they're expensive. So, you know, and they're not, I mean, you know, expensive is relative, I guess. But um, the cheapest pet carrier I could find that didn't like, well, like it absolutely sucked or maybe it was a scam or whatever else is 150 bucks. Um you know, which could or could not be expensive to you. But nonetheless, you know, for something you don't need, it's expensive. So I was like, man, what if we could just get like, you know, what if I could just build one of these things? It doesn't look hard. You know, it's wheels, uh, a frame, and then you know, like a little platform. and whatever. So like, you know, I'm kind of like trying to figure out, you know, where can I buy these products at or whatever else. And everything was pretty easy to find, except the part that actually hooks the bike to the, you know, to the trailer or the trailer to the bike. So I'm kind of like looking for that and searching for that. And you can't really find it. It looks like something you got to make. Well, I don't really <clears throat> have the capabilities of like, you know, like I can't, I don't have stuff to bend pipe and things like that here at my house. Uh, you know, I do back home, but I'm not back home. I mean, I am home, but like, I'm not where I, I grew up at, where I grew up at town. I grew up in, you know, like, yeah, we got a big welding shop behind the house. I could do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> but in good old Florida, I don't have that. So like eventually I just went, okay, well, then my best case scenario is to still buy one of these things. Because I don't know if I can find everything or have any, anything made cheap enough to make it worth, you know, the time and effort. Um, yeah, so I go online. The cheapest one I find is 150 bucks. I'm like, geez, man, we can't find one for like 60 Like, I don't need it to be bulletproof, you know? I just need to keep the little farts from jumping out. That's it. Either way, uh... 150 bucks so then I go well let me just let me look at what they have for trailers 
you know, little bike trailers and see if I can find something that may suffice for cheaper. So I start looking, uh, and I find a two-seater, <laughs> like a kid's one, two-seat little kid carrier that goes behind uh, the bicycle, and that's 110 And I'm thinking, why is that cheaper than the dog one? Because, like, certainly it's got to be equally, if not a little more safe, right, than, you know, the dog one, right, because it's for kids. Um but it's cheaper by about 50 bucks. I'm going, well, dang, you know, that's better than what I was looking at. So I decided to order it. And, uh, you know, it's like ever since COVID, it seems like anything you order, uh, the timeline for shipping is so off, you know, and I know it's part of, you know, I guess part of it's probably like, you know, for the time these places were shut down or whatever else, there are shortages and all these things. But, like, timing is always, like, used to everything was, like, two days. Hello, Amazon. You want Prime? Yeah, sure, it's two days. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I know Christmas is coming. Yeah, two days. It don't matter. It don't matter. We could, like, been in the middle of a war. And, like, yeah, they're actually bombing the Amazon facility that has your package right now. You'll get it in two days. But since COVID, you know, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Your two-day thing, yeah, you'll see it in, you know, a week or so. And then part of me goes, well, why am I paying for Prime still? You know, y'all ain't going to discount. Y'all ain't going to give a refund. Hey, look, guys, I know you pay Prime so you can get two-day shipping pretty much regardless of what's happening. You know, it's the apocalypse. Yeah, it's two-day shipping. But, uh, you know, I know that's what you're paying for, but we ain't giving it to you. Not right now. And we're just going to say it ain't our fault. I mean, I don't know. Either way, <clears throat> so uh, I order this cart. I don't remember how long it came in. Maybe it was 10 days. Uh, comes in in like 10 days. Pretty easy to assemble. Um, you know, like, it's like everything's like, a, you know, clip and pin type of deal. So you put the pin in and you clip over it and it can't come undone type of deal. It's pretty simple. Um... So, I put it together. Uh, it's got a little Velcro top. Put the top on. And I put the dogs in. Or, I put it onto the, the bike so I can test ride it first. Because, you know, I did read something where one thing was like, oh, yeah, they seem to flip pretty easy. And I was like, oh, that ain't good. So, um, yeah, so I do that. I um, put it together. Ride around the block real quick. Seems fine. Take some sharp turns to see if I can flip it. Doesn't flip. I'm like, all right, cool. So far, so good. Um, come back, grab the dogs. One by one, I put them in. I put them in the five-point safety harness, just like the children get put into. No, I'm playing. I didn't do that. Um, it does. They both do have five little five-point safety harnesses. It's like, look, bro, relax. Either way, um, so I put both of them into the cart. And I kind of start, I start riding with them. I'm going slow to start with because, you know, I'm just kind of watching. And then I get up to like a nice normal bike speed. And uh, I'm watching them. And they're doing good. Uh, the one I was worried about, Bodie, uh, he's our little escape artist. He did really well. He was enjoying it. He just kind of sat down and was relaxing. Gemma, who's normally my better of the two, she enjoyed it. But uh, she kept, like, trying to figure out a way. To, like, she was, like, kept poking her head through this little Velcro area. You know? So I'm like, hey, like, Jim, cut it out. Cut it out. What are you doing? Stop. You know? But, like, she poked her head through at one point in time enough that she realized she could probably get out. And uh, here's the situation. Jim was normally really good and uh, listens pretty well she's not she's normally not the one who's like trying to poke and prod and figure out ways out of things she's pretty pretty good and Bodhi is normally the opposite well they pick you know opposites today because Gemma pokes her head through like she can get out she's got a little front feet out and I say Gemma no get inside Gemma listens she puts her head back inside she is good I'm like awesome but now Bodhi knows there's a way out of here 
So Bodie pokes his head through it. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Right? So, of course, I, I, like, I hit my brakes because Bodie's going to jump. I already know he is. He's going to jump because why not? So I hit my brakes. I stop. He's sitting there. He looks at me, and he hops out. Well, the good thing is me and Bodie have uh, developed enough of a you know relationship that he knows when I'm in business. So I go, Bodie, stop. And he stopped and he looked at me and I said, don't you move. And he kind of, you know, just, he like, he like just looked at me. I was like, come here. And he like crawled towards me. And I was like, all right, cool. We're good. We're good. But I knew I couldn't put him back in the cart because he's already figured out once. Certainly he's going to try and jump out again. And he's not bad. It's like when he jumps out, he doesn't take off running, you know. But like he's, he like, he jumps out and he wants to smell the grass and he wants to pee on things. And he's just, he's too, he's, He's eager, eager to feel, you know, he's eager to explore. Uh, and once he found out there was a way out, he wanted to, you know, he wanted to know what was up. So I, uh, I grabbed him in my left arm. Um, and I did what I was talking about earlier, where I braked and pedaled, you know, braked and controlled gears with one hand and held him in my other hand. Uh, not, we weren't far from the house cause you know, luckily it was the first test run with the dog. So I didn't plan on going far. Um, but you know, so then I, you know, I have him in my left hand as I'm pedaling and breaking and I look back occasionally. I'm like, Gemma, stay inside. And she was stay in our little cart and we got back to the house and it was okay. But then it was like, all right, well, this ain't going to work. So I, uh. I set up to send it back through Amazon, and um, I go, all right, well, I guess we'll order this other cart, so I order the $160 cart, and uh, in between the time of me buying this cart that doesn't work and then trying to get the correct cart, they had sold out of them, so they were temporarily out of stock. I'm like, that gonna okay. And then I'm looking, and there's one that says uh, used like new. So I click on it. It's 10 bucks cheaper. Not that it matters, but uh, I can get that one in about a week as opposed to the month to two months the same before the others ship out. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I order that one. And in a week it comes in. Um... I'm pretty excited. Actually, no, it took a little longer, maybe eight days, nine days. Um, it comes in pretty excited. I'm like, oh, nice. Let me set this thing up real quick. You know, this one popped together pretty quickly. This one should too. So I take it out of the box. Um, I don't know if you ever bought anything from Amazon, but the used slash like new thing, it basically explains what it means. And I look and it says, uh, you know, items fine. Uh, the box may be, you know, torn or beat up a little bit. That's not exactly what it says. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what it says. Items should be good. Box may be messed up. I'm cool with that. I don't give a shit about the box. I just need the item. So, it comes in. I start putting it together. Everything looks fine. I'm like, nice, nice. I get the whole thing built, which isn't difficult, but I mean, it is, you know, a little bit of maneuvering to put everything in place and, and lock it in place and whatever else. I get it built and everything. I'm like, cool. I look at the uh, the finished product. Nothing looks torn. Nothing looks messed up. I'm like, right on. So I go to grab it to take it to the bike to hook it up to the bike so I can, you know, once again, test drive without the dogs and test drive with the dogs. Um, make sure it's good. And I get ready to hook it up to the bicycle, and I realize the part that actually attaches to the bicycle is gone. So somebody ordered this thing, stole the piece they needed, and then sent it back, and I got it. So, of course, I then had to uh, send it back, you know, with a 
missing piece. So I messaged Amazon, said, hey, I'm sending this back because it's missing a piece. And I bought another, the same one, off of Academy Sports. That's supposed to be here, I don't know, sometime. Who the heck knows? Somehow this thing, you know, try to do something nice. Here's the thing that sucks. Is I may do this nice thing and, you know, hopefully we use this thing. Hopefully the dogs like it. Hopefully it doesn't flip them. You know, because I haven't got to test this one. Because I don't know what Academy's delivery policy or, you know, return policy is. That's why I like Amazon. Because it's easy. I don't know. Either way. So, hopefully I get the bike cord in. If it works out good, I'll put pictures up online on the podcast, TG3 underscore podcast. That is TG3 underscore podcast. I don't really feel like I need to tell you guys, but if you're first time listening, I do want to tell you, TG3 underscore podcast. Also, it'll be under Gemma the Wonder Dog. It'll probably be on hers too, and probably mine, which is flying by the seat of my pants, which I do pretty often. Um... I'm sure it'll be on, you know, if it's on, if it works out, it'll be on probably all three of those. There's a good chance because, I mean, why not? Uh, yeah, I have the, the dogs in the cart. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope they enjoy it, you know. I hope it'll be, it'll be cool. Um, but, yeah, so if this thing gets here and everything works out, I'll be awfully dang excited. Um, but, you know. We'll see how that turns out. Um, hey, so how did everybody do with their Dogecoins? Are you jumping off the ledge yet? Or are you just, you know, riding the wave like the rest of us? Um, Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live. You know, here's the thing. Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live. And everyone's giving, everybody's giving crap about it before it, like, aired. You know, like I was hearing people talk, you know, crap about it before it aired. And I was like, look, bro. Like, one, don't down it before it airs. Two, he's not a actor or comedian or anything that has to do with show business. Uh, you know, he's a genius. He's an engineer. He's changing the course of the future for mankind forever. He's those things, you know. Uh, but as far as... You know, an actor or a comedian, you know, or someone, I don't know, whatever. Like, they were just they were just down on everything he did before, like, SNL started, you know, like, days before. And it's like, look, bro, like, you know, whatever. Either way, it starts. Everyone's anticipating him making some amazing Dogecoin influencer, you know, suck my nuts type of bs and he didn't and then everyone like was like oh well i'm jumping off forget it this is both like okay bro jump jump i'm not upset if it goes down i got that junk so low it don't matter i didn't get a ton of it i got three thousand shares i'm not some millionaire off of it though i do know some people who got a lot of shares and hopefully for them it goes high i want them to be able to retire you know in like a year six months sooner you know for everyone who does have money in it you know i hope we all do well right i I do i do know some people who got like nice chunks in it and it could change their life i hope it does i hope it does for the better i hope everything works good for them um yeah but yeah, so like he does his little SNL skits or whatever, which are not all of them are horrible. But once again, you know, if you know who Elon Musk is, he's not he's not known for his comedy or his acting or even his social skill. Um, he did mention he has Asperger's, which you know makes a lot of sense as far as his uh, social skill. Not that you know, like I said, no hate. I actually really like it. Uh, I think, I mean, I, th- I like him. I think he's, you know, obviously he's an innovator. He's changing life, you know, um, in pretty amazing ways. And he seems to be a super kind person. Um, either way. So, yeah, Dogecoin plummets. It goes from 70 cent down to 
like 48 cent, I think, and then back up to 50 cent. And I watched a lot of people, oh, those coin, those coin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I also don't have, you know, I also don't have that much. I mean, I, you know, I don't have any, that much invested in it. I need to hit, like, for me, for it to matter to me, I need to hit, like, I don't know, $100 a share, 1000 bucks a share, like something really good. Like right now, like a dollar a share ain't gonna ain't gonna change my life. Know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you know. But it's just riding that wave, man. Just riding the wave of douge. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought that was funny how everyone was upset about, you know, whatever it was he did or did not do well. I don't know. A lot of junk. But, yeah, so I'm trying to think what else crazy stuff happened this week. I don't really think there's a whole lot. I went volleyball one day. Uh, didn't do that well in volleyball this week. I did okay. Probably like a 50-50, but, like, I was not. You know, there's some some days I'm on, like, I feel like I'm on my game. At least for me, I feel like I'm on my game. I'm making killer saves and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I made a couple, like, pretty decent saves. But just nothing crazy, like, you know, nothing to write home to mom about. Speaking of mom, uh, you know, happy belated Mother's Day, or happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there with children, uh, you know, and pooches and whatever else you're a mother to, you know. Happy Mother's Day to you. Women play a big part, you know. They play a big part in society. I mean, obviously, like, on a surface level, you could, duh. But uh, throughout time, they've played a really big part, you know, in everything. Um, you know, women used to be like, women basically used to run things, you know. And a lot of people don't know much about that. But uh, And I won't dive too much into detail because, you know, I'm already 47 minutes into this biz niche. So, but women did, like, women used to run everything, like, Men, basically, this is why men didn't do anything at home, from what I understand. So, basically, this is how it worked. Uh, women did everything. Like, they took care of everything. Men just went out and worked. Men were basically, you go out, you work, you make money or make whatever, and women took care of everything. Everything in the home, everything to do with, like, social function, everything to do with religious function. Uh, like, way back when, um, yeah, guys guys were only needed to go work, do physical labor, uh, that it was not as easy for women to do. And they did, women did everything else. Um, you know, they were, women don't get the credit, um, they deserve and they don't get known for all the things they used to be done that they used to do and we're you know so kudos to you kudos to you ladies and those of you who are mothers i do wish you a happy mother's day and i hope it's fantastic um for everyone else though love you too i hope your next week coming up's good is there anything coming up i can tell you well, let me look at this ufc fight real quick for those of you who uh maybe care don't care um, because this one I think is supposed to be a decent one coming up this Saturday, maybe on a pay-per-view. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, UFC 262. It will be a pay-per-view. I'm not saying. Um, you should watch this. Um, however you decide to watch it, legally, illegally, I don't care. You should still watch it. Um. The early prelims will start at 6.15 if you don't watch the earlies. I get it. I may because I'm weird, but it also depends on what time my volleyball is. Here's the thing I am going to tell you about. So uh, the prelims, early prelims, and the main card look good. There are some fights I want to tell you about that I think are going to be super good. Um, the main one is, so Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. Charles Oliveira is 30 wins, 8 losses. 
Chandler is 22 wins and five losses. Chandler just made his UFC debut, uh, I think maybe earlier this year, for sure sometime in the last six months. Um, and he scorched his opponent. Um, I don't say, I mean, he did, yeah, he did very impressive, very impressive with his opponent. And uh, so they're fighting for the vacant, um, I believe it's, it's a middleweight championship. I hate to say that like I don't know, but I don't know. Um, it was Khabib's title, Khabib Nurmagomedov, who, you know, some of you have heard of. Uh, it was his vacant title he got rid of. Either way, they're fighting, and whoever wins that should become the champion. Um, which is interesting for Michael Chandler, because, bro, like, to come in, knock out a guy in your first fight, and then get a championship your second fight michael chandler's good he's he was like the biggest prospect out of outside of the ufc for the longest time he's he was a big deal um yeah either way so that junk should be good tony ferguson's fighting some dude uh i think his last name is darush i don't know i don't know how to say his last name um that ought to be interesting as well. Um, you know, there's just some good fights. I think you guys should watch it. Maybe I'll give my thoughts or predictions. I'll put, okay, that's what I'll do. So it'll be Saturday. I will put up the UFC picture with the people fighting, and I will X out the losers. So who I think will win, I'll have highlighted. And uh, I even put a screenshot of the thing before I X out of it. So if you want to screenshot it and X yours up and tag me in it, I can see who you think is going to win too. Right? That'll be fun. And we'll talk about it Monday, right? All right. Guys, it's good talking to you again. Um, you know, I'll just holler at you next week. Love and peace.